When Cutter Morningstar head football coach Matt Kinzinger made the decision last spring to make the switch to eight-man football, he was not sure how the decision would translate onto the field. He began to look into the sport at the end of last season because he had a large senior class graduating and did not have enough players moving up to be able to complete the 11-man football season. While the Eagles were not as successful as they might have hoped, they did win two games, one more than last season, and they were a touchdown or less from winning two more games, which could have propelled them into the playoffs this season. I recently sat down with Coach Kinzinger to talk about his decision to switch to eight-man football and how he felt the season went. My name is James Lee, and this is Garland County Locker Room, brought to you by the Sentinel Records Sports Department. Uh, to start off with, when did you make the decision about going to eight-man? The last spring, early early in the spring, you know, maybe even, even I contemplated it um, and started investigating it in, uh, at the end of the season last year, just looking. Um, trying to figure out, you know, what it's like, what it is, if it'd be a good fit for our kids, for our school, if it would be beneficial. And so, you know, I, I really just started the investigation process, but I probably, the the decision didn't come until, you know, February, March. Um, and I wanted to declare as soon as I could, just for the simple fact that I wanted to give other teams that we had on the schedule and our 11-man to try and pick something up. I knew it would be hard for them to get it, but also wanted to create a little bit of excitement and, and uh, give us an opportunity to kind of pick up a little momentum moving into spring ball. Yeah. Uh, so what what kind of led into that decision? Was a lot of it just the the lack of numbers? Yeah, that's where it starts for sure. You know, I graduated a big senior class that, that year, um, my first year here. And so, you know, I knew our numbers were going to be low. I didn't have uh, a ton of participation um, in junior high with ninth grade, so I didn't foresee a bunch moving up. Um, and so, yeah, I was I was concerned about classes moving forward too. You know, looking at uh, seven through you know sixth grade coming up from Pee Wee's, and so yeah, the numbers the numbers were were low. You know, um, if you could guarantee the numbers would stay where they're at, sometimes you know you would be okay. But you always got to factor in, you know, kids are going to move, they're going to quit. They're going to get hurt. They're going to something's going to happen where you're going to lose. You're going to lose players, you know. Just and that's just part of every program. But um, you know, when you get in smaller football, where you know, coming from Lake Hamilton, you know, every injury is is crucial. You know, when you lose a kid. But you know, if you lose a kid at a school that has uh, a two platoon opportunity, you know, you lose an offensive player, you lose an offensive position, and then maybe a special teams position. You know, when it's a smaller school, you lose a kid, you're losing the starter on offense, you're losing the starter on defense, and then on, on all special teams. And so it really is impactful when you start losing players um, for that reason. So kind of have to build in a little bit of a buffer there with your numbers as well. I was hoping, you know, participation would continue to grow and um, and get, get bigger with some of the kids that are, that are walking in the halls. But there's really – Truly, honestly, there's a handful of kids that, that are walking the halls that could play for me, but I, I just, there's not a whole bunch there. Yeah. Like we have a larger senior girls class, or not senior girls, but larger um, population of girls in these couple classes here. So just just athletics in general, boys athletics in general in high school seem to have lower numbers. Right. 
Okay. But, you know, the other part of it is, is you know, it starts with numbers, but trying to play 11 men with, you know, with 16, 17 kids is tough. You know, we finished the season in 11 man the year, uh, you know, my first year here, um, I think we we didn't have, you know, 13 or 14 on the sideline playing 11 man. Right. Yeah, you know, we started out with a bunch, and then we had injuries occur, and things happened throughout the season, discipline issues, and kids quitting or whatever happens. And then, so, you know, trying to look at a holistic picture of trying to build a program and get it competitive, create excitement, get some wins, start to grow the numbers, and and eventually transition at the right time back into 11-man was the was the goal and the and the plan and it still is right how, how do you think the guys responded to the switch to eight man you know i thought i thought they handled it well i mean i really did there was a little bit of you know being here one year it's not like i had a system that was ingrained right you know it was just a one-year deal and most of the kids that that were that were going to be uh players for me this year and eight man had minimal minimal roles last year due to the large senior class. So transition was pretty good. Kids had a good positive attitude about it. And, you know, we it took a little bit of time to figure out, you know, who was going to be where and what position was going to be best for them. And, you know, the court, starting with the quarterback position, moving around. But, uh, you know, the I thought they handled it well, and they, they practiced good. This, is, this was, a I felt like, you know, a really good group of kids and, um, you know, there was a good, they put down a good foundation moving forward. So I, th- I thought initially they handled it, handled it well. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that y'all didn't finish as well as you, you'd hoped, but how how do you think that the team played overall this year? I was pleased. I was satisfied with, uh, with, with some of the progress and some of the positive things I saw moving forward, you know, and again, we still got a lot of work to do, but, um, you know, we, we made, we made steps forward and that's what we need to do. They're not, they're never as big a steps as, as a coach wants, you know, everybody wants to, you know, have that, that crazy season where you come in and then two years later, you turn a whole program around and, and you're in the championship or you're playing in the playoffs. You know, there's no Cinderella story here. It's just simply going to be hard work and, time and effort it'll take you know this and as i've mentioned before this you know cutter morningstar is is not known for football they don't have a long lineage or and or a tradition of football here um it's always kind of been something that they do here but it's never been um a hard tradition you know you look at mount ida a place like that or or uh, mountain pine uh magna cove all the smaller schools around um they played football for over 100 years and they've had success. And then, you know, you look at here at Cutter, they've, they've had football maybe 43, 45 years in the history of the school, and they've had some success here and there, but it's never been, you know, a traditional thing. So it's hard to build off of that. So you have to kind of you have to kind of get to that point, um, you know, and, and create something that that's going to be, you know, you graduate from here, you stay, stick around, you and your kids go to school here, and here's the expectations of, you know, what you need to do as a player, but. Right. So what kind of takeaway, <clears throat> sorry, what what kind of takeaway do, did you have from this season 
Well, you know, you look at we have to learn. You know, number number one thing is you know we are making the making the steps in the right direction. So there's positive movement forward. We won two games, which is uh, twice as many as we won last year. So right. <laughs> if you just want to put that in a statistic, that's a lot better. Um, we had two games where we were we could have very well won the game. You know, and that will be you know in, in a realistic goal as a coach. We need to learn. We need to learn how to win. And we need to learn how to win those closer games. You know, so Spring Hill and uh, Marvel Lane, two quality opponents. Um, Spring Hill previous year was in the in the championship game against Mountain Pine. Um, Greg Smith does a great job coaching them up down there. Their numbers have, are, are, have grown. Um, and so they have, you know, they've got a good junior high class coming through. So they're a quality opponent. Um, and they've got, uh, and Marble Lane is just full of athletes. And both of those games, we, we lost by less than four points and very easily could have won both of those games had a few things gone our way or we created the opportunity to win the game. And, uh, so, you know, that would have changed our season quite a bit, you know, going from two wins to four wins with two wins against quality opponents, we would have been in the playoffs more than likely. Um, and, uh, that would have made a big difference. And so, we were right there. We had a chance, and uh, we just didn't didn't pull it off. So that's a positive to take. Just gotta gotta get over that crest, that hill where we learn how to win the close games, and then I think that's the next step for the program. Um, you know, one of the challenges is that we we didn't win any games in junior high, and so um, trying to keep kids interested in the junior high level, you know, when they're when they're not winning is tough, especially nowadays. And, uh, you know, so we've, I've got to, I've got to really coach those younger guys up, you know, moving forward. There's, we've got a lot of work to do there. Um, you know, and I think to be successful with those kids, we're going to have to really be good with, with the things that we, you know, we have to be really good outside of just athleticism because we've got to, we've got to build a culture with them. They've got to get stronger. They've got to get faster. We've got a lot of work to do there. So it's going to be a little bit of a challenge moving forward with some of the kids coming up, uh, you know, as a team, there's not, uh, there's not a ton of participation currently and there's not a ton of, you know, uh, success that they've had to build off of. So there'll be, there'll be some challenges with that. Right. Um, how do you think the players felt about the, the the season? I mean, I know that you know there there's always a little bit of a disconnect between the coaches and the players, but how, how do you feel like they reacted to the season? I mean, like you said, y'all did end up winning more than y'all did last year, but you know it still was a, a, a rough season. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was um, the you know it seemed this year these guys that it bothered them more. Um, when they lost, and <clears throat> I think they practiced better during the weeks. Um, you know, my my number one goal um, when I got here and realized the scenario was was to to instead of trying to eat the elephant all in one bite, you know, we we had to address uh, some things and take some small bites and try and turn this thing around. And you know, being a, uh, accountable and and being a, at practice, so attendance. And accountability um, were two big things that that we've been really focusing on, and uh, it's been a it's been a journey. It's still a journey, uh, but they've improved greatly. So I felt like the kids responded well to understanding that that's was that's a that's a crucial part of of success uh, is being present and being there and being ready to practice it each and every day. And 
putting in the time in the off season and over the summer. Um, and so I thought that uh, they made some, they responded well to that. Um, you know, I think that uh, there was more success experience this year than, than last year. And I think these, this group of guys, um, you know, we've got a couple of linemen that are really working hard and that, and you need some big guys that are going to do that for you, you know, at, at any level. And so that's going to help us out as they continue to grow. We've got, uh, you know, the, the, um, but overall, I think they were disappointed we didn't make the playoffs. Um, you know, that was our goal this year as a team was just to get to the playoffs and, and make it there, you know, and we knew that we had missed some opportunities with some, some, uh, close games that we didn't win. And then we also had a few games that we, we could have possibly, we just didn't have a chance because, you know, like Woodlawn and Mountain Pine, both of those games, I had five starters out, you know, for various reasons. So, and, and I don't care what level you're at. If you have over 50% of your starters out, (laughs) it's going to make a difference in the game. And both of those games, we didn't even, we didn't even show, show up. And I think the, the mentality of our kids was, you know, well, we don't have our guys, so there's no way we're going to win. So we may as well not even try. Right. You know, you could tell in the performance uh, that, uh, that we weren't mentally ready to compete. And so that's, that's something that they've got to get better at, and I've got to do a better job of getting them ready for uh, are those situations. But you know, the psyche of a of a teenage boy is is so fragile that anything can send it send it spiraling um, in a negative direction. And so, you know, if anybody learns how to master the six inches between the ears of a teenage boy, um, they're going to be successful and probably a, a millionaire. Um, so, right. <laughs> but uh, again, those are things that everybody's challenged with, but. Um, I think that they, they felt like they've laid a foundation. There's there's a the hard work did pay off for them, and so I'm hoping that they continue to understand that, that that's something that they can build in their life. And so, and ultimately, that's what I hope they take from, and I think some of them are starting to get it. You know, I think they're starting to get the fact that, hey, hard work does pay off. I may not see it immediately. I may not see it this season, and, heck, I may not see it at Cutter Morningstar football ever, but – Hopefully, whenever they get a job or they become a husband or a father, that those same things that they've built, you know, and have started will will help carry them through life, you know, and, and work ethic is, is something that everybody needs. And I think a lot of kids need to learn, have to learn how to work hard. It's not innate, you know, it's not a natural thing that we all possess. It's something that has to be learned and exercised. So hopefully down the road, you know, like John Wooden always says, you know, how do you think – you know, you did this season, you know, you didn't have a very good season, and he always would say, his, his famous quote was, don't ask me now, ask me 20 years from now, whenever these guys are husbands and fathers, and and they, they're, they're bosses of people or leaders, and we'll see how well I've done at that point. So hopefully hopefully in a couple of years and 20 years down the road, these guys, I've at least made an impact on them. So. Right. Um, how many guys do you have coming back for you next year? Well, if, I mean, if we're just looking at what we had to finish the season minus the seniors, we're, we've got 13 on the roster. Okay. All right. You have so to. I'm thinking, you know, last year I was a little concerned about what we we're going to have in high school, and we had a couple guys move move here from different schools, and then we had um, we had some guys come out that didn't come out, but so you know it, it moved our roster back up. I was pleased with with some of the additions that we had. So again, a school like this and its location. It seems to be a little transient sometimes, so there's a lot of move-ins, move-outs, a lot of people back and forth. 
Um, so I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we're, we're starting the process of building our facilities right now. You know, we just got done tearing down our, our bleachers. Uh, our old bleachers on the visitor side, they're down and gone in preparation of uh, installation of a new turf field and new bleachers on that side, new scoreboard. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe it'll it'll help put uh, Cutter Morningstar on the map for anybody that's moving into the area and looking for a place for a school to go to. It may uh, may give us a shot, you know, in comparison. There's a lot of good schools here in Garland County to choose from. So, it's uh, maybe facilities will help us be a little competitive to people who move into the area. Yeah. And what kind of future do you see for the program? I mean, where where do you go from from here? Well, you know, I, I'd like to say it's it's going to turn around pretty quick, but and that's my my goal is to try and get it there as fast as I can. But it's uh, I honestly am, am am prepared. You know, there's you have to prepare for a long journey here. It's going to take a while. You know, it's going to take a long time to get there. You got to. Um, get the kids that are here in the community, you got to get them up and ready and running and you got to get the community to rally around that and, and help support you um, and help support the, uh, the vision that you have for them and, and your program. And, you know, you know, example is junior high kids, parents got to bring them to practice. Well, you know, junior high kids can't drive themselves if they can't, if they can't get to practice and parents have, have got to, you know, help, help them and help me out by, getting them here over the summer, you know, and, and doing the things that I know it's tough. I, I believe me, I'm a parent of three littles right now and we're all over the place. And, and, but, uh, you know, just things like that, try to get, try to get some buy-in, a little more buy-in from the community and support about, you know, holding kids accountable and getting them here and being here on time and, um, what it looks like to, to be a, a quality football program. And so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's going to be a challenge. You know, there's no, no way around it. You know, we don't have uh, a large group of kids coming up. We don't have a, a really talented junior high to move into senior high. You know, there's there's just not based off of what we've seen in the past two years. And so there's a lot of work here. It's going to be a challenging job and, and a difficult road ahead. Um, but, again, you know, we're here to, to raise young men. And, and it may not equivalent to, to wins and losses, per se, you know, or wins that we're looking for and immediately. But it but it could translate to, to something for them, you know, in their lives down the road. But um, from from the standpoint of creating a, a quality program here, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done, and it's going to be a difficult road, and it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to me. You bet. Yep. Well, I, and I'll tell you one thing, too, is that, <laughs> you know, trying to change the culture here of – I think that we need to toughen up around here a little bit. So I think we did a good job of that this year. We decided we were going to run the ball, and uh, we had some linemen take some ownership, and, and we decided we were going to run the line of scrimmage offensively. And, I mean, you know, LaShawn's a really good running back, sure. quarterback, you know, and, and he's talented. But, you know, I think the the, the mindset of physicality uh, is going to help expedite you know the change in the culture here you know getting in the weight room and pushing ourselves and working hard in the off season that's all going to change our mentality and kind of get the guys that are here get them plugged in and ready to go so that'll help expedite some of the things we're looking here from the culture perspective but you know LaShawn had he he had over you know almost 1200 yards rushing he only played in eight games you know and he 
he had, I think he had almost, over, he had over 1,500 all-purpose yards, which, you know, for us with only two wins, it's not, it's not bad. So, right. Um, and that's, that's due to his, his, his own efforts and athleticism and, and willingness to work hard, but also the guys up front and the mentality that they're starting to embrace, um, to, uh, you know, to, to change the, the way we play football here, the brand that we bring to the table. Right. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I do appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. You bet. Well, I, I appreciate y'all again. I know I said it before. I'll say it again. I, I know we're we're eight man football, but you guys covered us, and I never felt any different than than anything else. I appreciate y'all, you know, supporting us and and giving us uh, giving us the same type of coverage that any other team here in Garland County yeah. uh, did. So I think uh, that helps us. And that means a lot to the kids. That's the most important thing. Is the kids feel like. They're they're playing football and it's nothing any different. They're not treated anything any other any other way. And part of that's how you guys cover. So we I'm very appreciative of the fact that you guys did what you did. So Coach Kinsinger seems to have his team moving in the right direction, and the Eagles could see themselves in the playoffs in the near future. Thanks for listening to Garland County Locker Room. You can find a companion story to this podcast on our website and mobile app. If you like our content, please consider subscribing to get the latest content as soon as it becomes available. You can find Garland County Locker Room wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for new episodes, please drop us an email at sports at hotsr.com.